0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Business Line Podcast, Women's Day Special Edition. This is your host, Nivedita Varadarajan. The gaming industry is a well-established industry all over the world, and in India, the segment is catching up. A report in 2020 revealed that India is one of the fastest-growing mobile gaming segments in the world. According to Statista, the revenue in this segment is projected to reach $3,832 million in 2021 and is set to grow nearly 13% in 2021-2025. The number of people playing games on their mobile is also set to soar. By 2025, user penetration is expected to hit 16.1%, while in 2021 it is expected to be at 12.6%. Like many industries in the tech space, there is a gender imbalance in the mobile gaming industry. How can we address this? In this special episode, we are joined by Kirti Singh, VP Growth and Co-Founder, Hit Wicket. Kirti, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Nivedita.
0: Kirti, you went to one of the top business schools in India, ISB Hyderabad, uh, and you went to VIT before that, right? So what made you want to become an entrepreneur?
1: So, um, actually, it was during my MBA at ISB that I uh, got engaged with mobile games. And, uh, you know, like MBA in general is very hectic. So, in between uh, classes, you know, I would just uh, take a 10-minute break, play a mobile game, and, you know, kind of de-stress myself. So, that uh, became a bit of a daily habit where you know 15-20 minutes a day i would just play some game and it would really uh, help me zone out help me de-stress and then post my mba i started working with amazon in a leadership role and then uh, while i was working i could see that a lot of people around me were playing mobile games as well you know uh, people who were working under me or even my colleagues and seniors everybody around was uh, engaging with mobile games and that kind of seemed like a big opportunity where how uh, mobile gaming is so accessible, right? I mean, you don't need to have a, a console or a PC. You, you know, you need not take out time. Mm. I mean, it's so uh, easy. Like, you know, you can just open your phone and play a game. And then uh, I, I've, I've been a cricket fan. I mean, I mm. uh, followed cricket since I was a kid my mom uh, used to be a cricket follower as well so i picked up the sport from her and then uh, it did seem that you know if we combine the mass appeal of cricket you know a sport that is followed by a billion plus uh, people in the world with the accessibility of mobile gaming to create a cricket game for the billion cricket fans it could be an opportunity of the decade and that's when I uh, decided to quit Amazon. And I teamed up with mm-hmm. my co-founder, Kashyap, who had uh, who was working in an international firm as a designer. And he too wanted to come back to India and start something. So we teamed up together okay. and started HitRicket. Uh,
0: generally, as an entrepreneur, did you face many challenges when you decided to quit Amazon? It, it's not something which everyone would want to do, like quit a good paying job to start afresh What were some of the general challenges you faced?
1: So actually, uh, one was that, yes, as you rightly pointed out, if you are in a good job, you know, that uh, pays you well, you're in a good industry, like, you know, e-commerce was the center stage, continues to be uh, the center stage. And then Amazon was one of the most valuable companies around. There were, I mean, a lot of people around me, including friends and family, uh, they were not convinced that I was making the right decision because mobile gaming was very nascent, you know, to even imagine a career Mm. in mobile gaming. I mean, we're talking about entrepreneurship and we're talking about entrepreneurship in mobile gaming. So that uh, was something that, you know, not many people resonated with or thought it was a good idea. So. For sure, uh, that skepticism was there. But I felt that, you know, I was going in the right direction because mobile gaming had shown unprecedented growth uh, in the West and other countries in the world. So I knew that, uh, you know, this industry is going to boom in India as well. And it's just a matter of time. And once it picks up, it, it has the potential to be even bigger, uh, than what it was than what it is uh, in the other uh, countries of the world so yeah i would say as usual i mean you know uh, people did think that i was making a risky move uh, it was probably not the right decision that i was taking but i think at the end of the day you need to have a conviction in what you're trying to do
0: You started Hitwicket in 2015. What is the change you You saw in the industry from 2015 to now, like uh, almost half a decade later?
1: Yeah, I would say that a lot has changed, specifically in the last two to two and a half years, I would say. Uh, You know, when we started back then, uh, I would say that mobile gaming was not even talked about as an industry. Even in ISB, People would talk, you know, people were playing mobile games, but they were not talking about it as an industry. You know, it would always be about uh, consulting or, you know, Mm. getting into some financial firm or, like I said, e-commerce. So there were hardly any talks about, you know, okay, you can make a career in mobile gaming as well. I mean, there there are wonderful examples out there of billion dollar companies which have just, you know, 100 to 200 people. Driving that volume of business, so that way the awareness about the industry and such, and what uh, the beast looked like, I think uh, there was very little talk around it. And even to let's say attract talent or look for talent, that also was a challenge because again, you know, you a uh, lot of people would want to go for uh, the traditional or you know the regular the safe bet yeah the safe bets that people were talking about so you know getting people to work in a mobile gaming company and saying that you don't know, no, we're going to target uh india and we're going to target in-app purchases uh in-app purchases basically yeah. you know people playing the game and then uh, buying the virtual goods which is what the best games in the world mm. like pubg clash royale clash of clans fortnite they all do so I remember a lot of times you know, the conversation would be that, okay, in India, people will not spend. You can get people to download the game, but would they even spend? Would it be a viable uh, business opportunity? So I think uh, that has changed a lot in the last two years. Uh, in financial year 1920, PUBG generated a revenue of $100 million from Indian gamers. That is one single game and uh, Indians spent that much on that game. So it actually broke all spells and brought that kind of visibility of the Indian market that people are willing to engage with content and they're even willing to spend on it. Now it's a matter of content. How good are you? Can you engage the gamer where he feels immersed enough
0: to pay and buy?
1: yes enough to pay and buy and see the thing is that when people spend 100 million on pubg before that they didn't Mm. spend and it's not that the economy changed or there was a big factor which made people spend no Mm. it is just that before it was in their pocket and then you know uh, some great content came Mm. and people were comfortable uh, spending on that as an experience Mm. it's a game that i play uh, for 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day you know why not uh, i spend on it it's like netflix subscription yeah isn't it yeah yeah you pay for it because you know that it's a daily habit even if not every day once in two days or three days you're consuming that content mm. so you don't mind
0: paying for good services yeah
1: so a lot of market awareness actually has come up in the last two years where people are seeing india not just as download market but india is a very viable uh, monetization market as well
0: how much of this came in the last year alone because of covid
1: covid uh, got a lot of people onto mobile gaming i think mm-hmm. it broke that barrier where you know some people thought okay i'm not a gamer i don't play games but suddenly mm-hmm. you know you are confined inside your home there's, there there are very little uh, there's very little avenue uh to socialize and you know uh, that leisure time so that actually got a lot of people to try mobile games and i think that uh, you know turned out to be like an irreversible habit and i would uh, like to take the example of geo here so when geo introduced the 4g data pack which were like really cheap a lot of people started using internet And then the speculation was, okay, fine, right now the internet is free. That is why people are using it. But what happens when you have to pay for it? And, you know, uh, there was an assumption or speculation that uh, the viewership may go down. But that really didn't happen. You know, people uh, continued with that internet uh, internet usage and it only went up. So it's like a habit barrier. You know, once you get accustomed to something, then uh, you continue that habit. And I think that's what uh, COVID did to mobile gaming, where it actually brought a lot of people who would otherwise not play games onto the mobile gaming platform.
0: Has COVID changed your experience as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I would say that
1: uh, COVID was like a mixed bag. You know, uh, there were certain things that we learned that, okay, how do we work in a remote atmosphere? Because the entire team, uh, you know, had to go back home. And yeah, it had uh, challenges and learnings for us. that, you know, how uh, we could maintain certain speed at the same time, yeah. uh, you know not compromise on the quality and Mm. keep in touch with everybody and then I would say in terms of uh, people playing games it was a big positive where even in our game we have seen uh, the regular three sessions a day had become five sessions a day and also people were logging more frequently even during the day
0: Kirthi, coming to the topic at hand about gender equality and inequality, we know that the gaming industry as a whole is skewed. There are more men in the industry than women. Uh, Your company is a little bit different in that way. Can you tell us a little more about it?
1: Mobile gaming, you know, right now is a bit skewed, as you rightly pointed out. And it is something that we need to be conscious of and work towards that. I strongly feel that it's a matter of developing an ecosystem where you are building games for women Mm. you're also ensuring that you are making games which are highly inclusive you know it need not be a game which is only targeted at women Uh audience you know you can have games which have that kind of art and design where it appeals to both men and women
0: which will attract everyone, yeah, which
1: attracts both men and women. And at the same time, for that to happen, you need women in the game development process itself. Yeah. Right. And when I say game development process, then in any gaming company, you will have a team of developers. You'll have a team of data scientists. You will have product analysts and you will have the art and design team. So it is very important that, you know, you have women who are there in each of these teams so that there is a team that is consciously making something hmm. for everyone and that is what we have also tried to do we have made sure that you know uh, 30% of hmm. our team has women even in our game hit wicket superstars which is a cricket strategy game you own a team uh, of cricket players so we okay. have introduced a lot of women cricketers in the game as well
0: What can the industry do to reduce this disparity?
1: I do see a lot of talk around it. It is again something like people who are already there uh, in the industry, you know, they are uh, coming forward, they are saying that, you know, we do want uh, women uh, to be Mm -hmm. part of our team so that we are making more inclusive games. And I think a big drive is also going to come from uh, women who are actually playing games because that is going to build the connect for them to see a viable career right it's like you know something that you yourself use you can imagine being a part of it you can imagine that yes uh, this is something that i can contribute in you know uh, i can be good at it and that i think uh, is slowly happening where uh, even young girls and women out there they are playing mobile games and once that pg uh, also starts expanding i mm. think uh, they would start taking up more interest in uh, joining gaming companies
0: You won the award for gaming category in the Atmanirbhar App Challenge last year. How significant was that for your company? I
1: think it was a great uh, moment of pride. And I know that uh, we were all working virtually in our home and we were just watching the live telecast that was going on. And everybody was, uh, you know, just waiting. The moment our name was announced, our company WhatsApp group was like just flooded. People were constantly uh, pinging and messaging. And then it, it was a wonderful moment because we are a small team. And, you know, everybody felt that it was more like a personal accomplishment. So my dad is a war veteran. He had fought the 1971 Bangladesh war. And then, when we won, like you know, the Prime Minister had called out to us as digital warriors. So, when he uh, read that, you know, we are the digital warriors, he
0: was really proud. What are the plans for the future? What can we expect from Hit Cricket? Yeah. So,
1: our uh, vision is to have the Hit Cricket World Cup 2023, where we want uh, it to be like a virtual cricket tournament where gamers from all over the world, you know, India, US, Australia, UK, they all compete for a million dollar cash prize. And we want to be the first mobile uh, esports IP for cricket from India. Recently, I was in a panel discussion with uh, Mr. Siddharth uh, Singh He is the Joint Secretary, Ministry of Sports and Youth Affairs. And he had mentioned that right now, esports is already part of the Asian Games and a lot of conversation with other countries is going on. That you know how uh, should it be a part of the Olympics as well, and then the government is eagerly waiting that uh, if uh, there should be like a Indian uh, game developers uh, mobile gaming IP that should be part of the Asian Games because that is uh, really going to drive up the entire gaming e- ecosystem.
0: That was HitWicket co-founder Kiti Singh talking to us about the mobile gaming industry. Thank you for tuning in and until the next time, this is Nivedita.